0: There's a ton of ways to grow. I can watch a video on YouTube. I can listen to a podcast. I can resource from mentors and people that are much smarter than me. But without a doubt, the most consistent and the most effective method of growth in my life is from books that I read. Here's the problem. Most people don't take advantage of the power of book reading. And here's why. Most people don't know how to read a book. So they have trouble keeping their attention to the book. They struggle to retain what they've learned. And eventually they get discouraged and ultimately they quit reading. And I've dropped in on your electronic device today to tell you, don't quit. There's a better way, maybe even an easier way. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you some really helpful and practical tips, four tips to help you read books better. Stay tuned. Hey there, I'm Ryan Franklin, and I would love for you to join me every week as we explore leadership topics that will help you get the clarity needed to move your organization forward. Just hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notified as soon as I post a new session. And before we get started, I do want to mention that I have a great product called the Christian Leader Blueprint. It's a solid model for leadership development. It'll help you establish a better rhythm of life to see yourself more clearly, to leverage your strengths and build more productive relationships. And I want to give it to you as my free gift. You can go to ryanfranklin.org and you can download the short guide for free today. And without any further delay, let's get to our session. I love to listen to podcasts. I love formal education, but There's no doubt that I've learned more from consistently reading books over the years than any other method. Now, I want to disclose up front, I don't have a natural love for reading like some people do. I wish I did. I very seldom read as a kid and and as a teenager. It just wasn't something that was enjoyable for me. And still, to this day, I don't read a lot for pleasure. I read for personal growth and most of the books that I read are leadership or, or self help topics or church growth topics. And so today I want to give you some tips on how I read a book that helps me stay on task and actually absorb the knowledge and get the knowledge working for me. That's the goal, right? We don't want to just read to read. We, we want to grow. Our lives. And so that leads me to tip number one. There's no shortcuts to understanding and using what you read. And I'm starting off with this tough news today because there are no shortcuts to understanding and using what you read. I love the thought of Cliff Notes and and that may work to to learn enough to pass a test in school. But if you truly want to learn and absorb the information and use it to improve, there's really no good way around just taking the time to read it and to take that a step forward. If you really want to learn the content of a book, you may even want to read it twice. And you may be all of a sudden cringing inside right now when I say read a book twice. But before you skip to the next podcast, I do have an alternative to this that works pretty good as well. It uh, it still takes work, but here's what I do. As I'm reading, uh, and I prefer the Kindle version, but this works with a physical copy of the book as well. As I'm reading, I highlight the things that jump out at me. And I try to refrain from, from highlighting every little thing. It's It's got to be something that I know is a really good nugget, something that I definitely want to revisit. I highlight it. And during my first read-through of the book, I, I'm trying not to slow down too much. I want the big picture of the concept that the author is trying to get across. And so I try not to get lost in one thought or one section of, of the book and and so I just make a quick highlight if if something keeps jumping out and 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 then I keep moving on with reading the book. And occasionally if it's a really good section that I know that I want to slow down and absorb it later, the entire section, I'll just bookmark it. And I'll know that that's something that I want to go back and slowly read through that particular section of the book. And I I'd, I'd imagine that most of you kind of Have some kind of similar process like this. But here's the part I need, need you to, that I want to get across to you that has really helped my retention. When I finish a book, I really want to get the information in me. So I then take the, take the time to go back and I look at my highlights and I actually type out a one page summary or takeaway of the book. Now, a one page takeaway of the book is it's not easy to do. My highlights could probably fill up four or five pages or or even more if it's a good book. But I go through those highlights and I pick out the best ones as and then as I get towards the end of the book, I may even have to go back and remove some of them that I typed out earlier because I found something better. Uh. Especially when I get to those last few chapters of the book and I'm trying to keep it to one page. Sometimes I have to take some of it out and renegotiate that. And here's why I do that. I know I can't retain all of the information of this book, but my hope is, is that I can at least retain the most important principles and concepts. And, and by calling the highlights down to a one page takeaway, it's really helpful. In deciding what is most important for me to take away. Plus, when I want to go back and I want to reflect on this book, maybe a year or or two years later, I can pull out that one page takeaway and I have a really good, concise summary of the book. And that's extremely helpful. So tip number two, if you're having trouble focusing on an entire book, like, like I do at times, try buying the audio version and the print or the Kindle version as well. And this is a little tip that has revolutionized my focus with a book. If I can read and listen to the book at the same time, I'm not as easily distracted and and I seem to retain the content a whole lot better. It works with my learning style a whole lot better. Now, I realize that that some of you may be concerned about the, the cost of doing that. On average, I probably, I would say, spend 20 or $30 on a book when I buy the Kindle and the audio version. But honestly, if a book is worth my time, then it's worth that 20 or $30 that I have that I have to spend to get more out of the concepts. And if it's not worth me spending that amount of money on it, then I probably need to reevaluate as to whether I need to be reading that book. Maybe I need to go find a better book. So tip number three, let's talk about reading with groups. If you're reading a book with a group of friends or maybe you're reading a book with a small group at a, at a church or or over uh, and you're doing this over a couple of months. Here's what I would suggest. Use the same one page takeaway method with the group. Whatever your reading assignment is, whether in between your meetings, whether it's a, a one chapter or a couple of chapters. Ask everybody in the group to do a one page takeaway on that particular chapter or that assignment. Maybe it's a couple of chapters. Ask them to ask them to do a one page takeaway and ask them to bring a copy of that takeaway for everyone in the group. And this is pretty neat because it's, it's sort of a built in accountability for the group. No one wants to be that person that Shows up without their takeaways for everyone. And, and also, here's another thing I do. I ask each person to bold their top three takeaways. And this becomes their talking points when we're in the group. Each person gets the chance to hand out their one-page takeaways to everyone and to unpack their top three points. And it really makes an impact on that small group meeting uh, with a good, deep dive into that book. It really brings things out that you normally may not bring out on your own. I've also done mentor groups or growth groups that were more intense, and we would meet once a month, and, and we had a new book assignment every month. And in that case, our assignment would be to do a one page takeaway for the entire book for that month. Now, I have to admit, this is that was very intense times for the people that participated. It was challenging for them to read an entire book a month, but it's super productive. And in some of these mentor groups were some of my best years of growth in my earlier years of ministry. Tip number four. Focus on the routine of reading more than the how. The more you can systematically put book reading into your life, if you can read a chapter a day or read for 10 minutes a day, if you want to do a time frame or or consistently read three days a week, maybe whatever you can do routinely. If you'll focus on routinely ingesting a book, That'll be so much more effective in the long run than worrying about how you read or even what you read. Make it a routine part of your life. And I would say that that reading is more important today than ever before. As leaders, we have to be sharp thinkers, especially today, more than ever before. And the best way to stay sharp is by reading a book. Think about this. The average person really doesn't read. So if you read two or three books on any one subject compared to that average person, you're almost considered an expert on that particular subject. Reading is so powerful. Well, let me rephrase that reading and then putting reading into action is so powerful. Reading is, can, can help us understand people. It can help us improve our communication. Reading can improve our social intelligence. It's a tremendous, reading is a tremendous emotional regulator as well. It reduces stress at times because it can, it can help us relax and get our minds out of our immediate circumstances. And it helps us learn new things. And that's just, it, it, it helps reduce the anxiety and stress in our life. And I'll just say this, getting to the next level of leadership happens only when you're open to personal growth. And we can't make positive changes in our lives if we don't know that we need to change. And a good book provides a tremendous opportunity to just illuminate that in our life. It creates an opportunity for us to see the changes that we need to make, and to implement that growth in our lives. So I encourage you today, make book reading a vital part of your daily and weekly routines. Figure out a way to routinely ingest a good book that will help you grow as a leader. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Christian Leader Made Simple podcast. I hope you have a great day. God bless you.